Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so BYU's five minutes and 16 seconds of possession time, lowest for any quarter yet this season. BYU was outgained 137-12 to in the opening quarter. Still tied 7-7. BYU, by the way, has won its last five when tied after the opening quarter. And under Kalani Sitake, BYU's 13-7 when deadlocked after 15 minutes. Moments ago, Ryan Rico just launched one 83 yards. The 83-yard punt is a BYU record. The old record, Scott Arlano, 81 yards. That was seven years ago. By the way, the 83-yard punt, the longest in the FBS this season. There were two 81-yarders. CSU's punter and Buffalo's punter each went for 81 earlier this season. And Ryan's went for 83 last year, since you're wondering. Could anybody be longer than 83? Well, last year, there was an 87-yard punt from Austin McNamara of Texas Tech. So there's your punting trivia for the night. You know, we talk about Ryan Rico and his leg and his pro potential for a lot of good reasons, and we just saw why right there. BYU backed up. He's around his five-yard line when he takes the snap. Kicked it around the six, and it rolled into the end zone after landing inside the 10 right the other way. Well, Greg, I almost wish we could, like, attach a clip of the punt to the records because, you know, you see in big yeah. windy games or oftentimes it gets a huge b- bounce on AstroTurf. I'm looking at the flags. They are 100% dead. And eighty th- and 75 of the 83 yards on that punt were covered in the air. So absolutely uh, just a marvel to watch. All right, as we come back in, we start quarter number two, 15 minutes on the clock. The ball at the ASU 32. The Sun Devils are first down and 10. So following that 83-yard punt, they've already moved the chains once on a Rashad White run. And the Cougars looking to get on track here in quarter number two. Jalen Daniels hands off to Rashad White, and White gets maybe a yard veering right. Peyton Wilgar, another tackle for the Cougs. It'll be second down and nine the 33 of Arizona State. Both teams coming in 2-0. Sun Devils defeated Southern Utah and UNLV. BYU with wins over Arizona and Utah. Utah, which loses tonight at San Diego State, 33-31 in overtime after a big comeback by the Utes late in the fourth quarter. Empty for Daniels. Settling in the pocket, which squeezes in on him. He throws right flat. And down the field, a good five yards to Rashad White. Stepped out three yards shy of the marker. So on second down, nine gain of six to the right sideline. And from the BYU 39, third down and three for Arizona State. BYU defense has been in real good position all night long. They've just been not quite close enough. They need to amp up the, uh, they need to get a little bit more stout against the run, a little bit closer in coverage in these third and short situations. They motion from trips right, keep strength right. Daniels throws to a settling man caught for for the first down. Johnny Wilson underneath makes the six-yard reception on a third down and three. So Johnny Wilson just ran down, sat down, and waited for the ball to arrive. And he makes the catch between the hash marks to make it first and ten. So from the 44 of ASU, the Sun Devils have moved 24 yards on this drive. They're out gaining BYU right now, 149-12 to 12 in yardage.
Daniel settling on his first and ten. Release valve is white, makes the catch at the 42, gets out to the 45, gain of just one. Ben Bywater, the tackle for BYU. Second down nine, Sun Devils. We're just into quarter number two, 13.05 to go until halftime. And our score is 7-7, the Cougs and Sun Devils. And I just mentioned that yardage disparity, 149-12 a moment ago, now 150-12. Cougs are fortunate to be in a 7-7 game right now. They most definitely are. Uh, they got caught in a cover zero blitz for the 58-yard pass. Since that, we've seen a lot of drop eight and a good job by the defensive line maintaining their rush lanes and not letting Jaden Daniels hurt with his scrambling ability. Flags fly as the ball is snapped to Daniels and handed off to White, who runs left for a gain of maybe one. Would this have been a delay? Two flags in the defensive secondary, three flags across the back. Illegal substitution. Defense, 12 mm. players in formation at the snap. Five-yard wow. penalty, replay, second down. So from second down, and I think they had it at nine to second and four for Arizona State. So right at midfield. I counted a line change of nine players prior to that play. Greg, it is so hard. I'm, i am got to be honest, I'm surprised this doesn't happen in the BYU defense more often. With that many players, it's so hard to communicate. And now they've got a couple of, you know, false guys running on and off the field as this play begins a short boot and again the seam and again the catch made by the tight end who makes a man miss and now gets dragged down at the 22 yard line they've gone seam for nice gains one was called back that one will not be and the tight end curtis hodges makes the catch and all the way down to the 21 yard line so this uh this drive has gone from 20 to 20 Curtis Hodges, 6'8", and every inch of it, Greg. Uh, the BYU backers are not necessarily, they didn't bite very hard on the play action, and they're kind of, they're getting depth in their zones, but Jaden, da- but with his 6'8 frame, he, his catch radius is so big that Jaden Daniels can throw it up and over those linebackers. Daniels and gun, helmet high snap, hands off to White, running right. He's dragged by the jersey by Caden Hawes, who holds him for a gain, a minimal gain inside the 20, maybe a gain of two. You mentioned the height of the tight end, Curtis Hodges. The wideout who caught that first down play a moment ago, Johnny Wilson, is 6'7 for a wideout. Basketball team out there. So the 19-yard line, second down eight for Arizona State, 11-20, clock rolling toward halftime. Certainly BYU's sternest challenge of the season. And the first time they might end up playing from behind this season at this rate. Arizona State in scoring territory. Late player on is Max Tooley. Second and eight at the BYU 19. A pirouette off a play fake and a fumble or a contact fumble. Interception. It's picked. It's not caught cleanly. Max Tooley has the pick. So off a pirouette play fake, Daniels throws downfield. The ball was picked by Max Tooley. The ruling on the field is an interception. BYU's ball, first and ten. It was deflected by the tight end, Hodges, who couldn't come up with it cleanly. And Max Tooley scoops in and scoops up the football while in the air, maybe off the player's pads almost. And it'll be an INT for BYU, so the Sun Devils do not get points on that drive. And we're going to call that, even though it was a linebacker, a new skin, beautiful catch of the game. Brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Max Tooley with the INT off the deflected pass intended for the tight end. And BYU has again gone to plus two in the turnover margin as they did last week against Utah. Jaron Hall shotgun. Can the Cougs offense get going now? There's Dallin Holker with a tight end reception and has a gain of eight and almost nine on the numbers left side. 
Take advantage of your matchups. Arizona State and their man coverage is lining up safeties against these tight ends. Safeties are not uh, as skilled as cornerbacks, so they're giving more cushion. Jaron took advantage of that extra cushion. And that nine-yard play ties for longest of the game for BYU. Now on a second down and one, Algier runs for four, but a flag flies from the secondary. So the Cougs had a second and one converted, then the penalty flag. So Arizona State hurting itself tonight. Credit BYU for the minus two from the Sun Devil perspective. But they'll certainly be wondering how they haven't gotten more out of 181 yards of offense. Personal foul. Illegal hands in the face. Offense number two. The penalty is enforced. Half the distance to the goal. Replay second down. Neil Pau, who was not the ball carrier on that play, is taking that play off the table for BYU as the Algier first down run is brought back. Penalty number three against the Cougs. Both teams, three penalties here in the first half. Fans responding to the replay of what they saw Neil Pau do or not do to draw that flag. Second down, 12 for BYU now. Trips to the right, single wide left, a half sprint to the right, a throwback left complete to Holker. He's got room to run to the 30, to the 40, forced out 44-yard line. That's BYU's biggest play of the night. It's a 29-yard gain down the left sideline as Dallin Holker takes a short pass for a long gain. The Arizona State defense was caught off guard. They had no speed over there to defend. Uh, The primary blockers were blocked by Brake excuse me, Blake Freeland and Tyler Algier out of the backfield. They took care of the linebacker and safety over top of Holker, and then Holker was off to the races. They go to 46 yards, making it a 31-yard reception. That's our connection of the game, presented by Renaissance Ranch, building connections for life. Jaron Hall throws incomplete, intended for Isaac Rex on the down and in at the left hash. He would have had a first down, but he couldn't hang on to the football. The pass break up by Jack Jones in coverage, and it'll go to second down and 10. Cook's about a couple of balls in hands tonight that haven't been secured. Yeah, and they've been accompanied by tight coverage by these defensive backs from Arizona State. And that particular one, Arizona State learned their lesson after catches by two big catches by Holker on the first down and on that big play on that last one. They finally put a cornerback on Rex, who was able to close the cushion and get his hand for the pass breakup. Cougars finally driving it for the first time tonight. Deep drop by Hall. Hall throws to an open man. It is Neil Pau'u crossing to the 40, gets down to the 35. Left sideline, force out, 34-yard line. BYU moves the chains. This game is all about matchups, especially when the defense is playing man coverage. 6-4 nil, Pau'u on 5-9, Jordan Clark, number one DB for the nickel DB, wearing jersey number one for Arizona State. Great job by Jaron to identify that and exploit it. First catch of the night goes for 20 yards to Pau'u. They go pistol, first and 10, BYU at the ASU 34-yard line. With Jake Oldroyd, we say scoring territory. Justin Smith, we don't know. A quick turn and a handoff. Becomes a reverse, becomes a flea flicker. Hall steps up in the pocket, goes for the end zone. Wide open as Romney and makes the catch for the touchdown. Trick plays, Greg, when they work, they are a thing of beauty, and that was a thing of beauty. The defensive tackle for Arizona State had made quite the bit of penetration. It was interesting as Neil Pau, who caught the reverse coming back, 
right as he flicked it, was in a fortuitous situation to help with the blocking of the nose tackle to allow the extra split second for Jaron to throw the ball down the field to Gunnar Romney wide open in the end zone. Great call by Aaron Roddick. Great timing to wake up this crowd that was getting a little sleepy. And the PAT from Justin Smith is up, and it is good. And the Cougs take a 14-7 lead. Gunnar Romney, consecutive weeks with a touchdown reception, same end zone, and almost the same spot in the end zone. Just from much further out. Yeah, Jaron Hall to Gunnar Romney. The play covers 34 yards for the score. And for BYU, that's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown. Brought to you by Mountain America, donating another $250 to the American Red Cross. We will take a timeout. We'll come back to Provo and recap that scoring drive. It puts BYU on top, 14-7. to You've got 8.54 to go until halftime. This is BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Whether you're planning a... You're listening to BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with a scoreboard update. After BYU beat the University of Utah last week, the Utes suffered their second loss in a row following 33-31 after scoring 14 fourth-quarter points and sending the game to overtime. Both the Utes and San Diego State Aztecs scored TDs in the first OT. Neither scored in the second, but the Aztecs get the two-point conversion in the third OT for the win, sending the Utes through the second straight loss, 33-31. Back to Greg Rebell. Ben, thank you. Time for our Utah Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary for every Cougar point scored this season. Smithfield Foods and your Utah Pork Producers will donate delicious, nourishing protein to the Utah Food Bank for families in need. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Utah families in need. Visit porkcares.org. 83 yards, 6 plays, 2.06 off the clock, 34-yard touchdown pass. Jaron Hall to Gunnar Romney puts the Cougars in front 14-7 after the Justin Smith PAT. No Jake Oldroyd tonight. No problem so far for BYU. The kickoff is low and toward the sideline. Collected at the one-yard line by Rashad White. White 15-20 and forced to the boundary. Takes a flying leap on the paint and is out at the 28-yard line. First and 10 for Arizona State. So the Sun Devils were sitting there cruising along 181 yards of offense and BYU well south of that, and then suddenly the Cougars put together that long drive and go up 14-7 to when ASU was poised to score before the INT from Max Tooley flag on the field. During the return, illegal block in the back on the receiving team number 28. 10-yard penalty from the end of the return. First down, Arizona State. And isn't that the theme for the Sun Devils here in the first half? The yardage is there. The drives have been there. The big plays have been there. They fumble a kickoff return. They allow an INT. Penalties like this. And they're looking at that going, how are we down 14-7? to Self-inflicted wounds. We talked about timeliness uh, in the pregame, mostly in regards to BYU's defense last year or last week with the stops. Uh, but the timeliness of Arizona State's penalties have not been good. Cougars making the Sun Devils pay for their mistakes. That's a nice little run by Rashad White, who shoots a small gap to the right side for a gain of 6 on first down and 10. BYU 14, Arizona State 7. The clock is rolling to 8.30 here in the second quarter. Rashad White is listed at 6'2", 210, which is really big for a running back, but he has surprisingly lateral, he's light on his feet surprisingly laterally. Normally for a guy who's 6'2", he tends to be more of a bruiser, but he's got the quick side to side. They've got a big back that I thought we'd see after he missed the UNLV game. We'll talk about him in a minute. Oh, a bit of a break again, too. I think running back's on the wrong hip of Jaden Daniels, who takes off with it and loses a yard on second and four. He turned to his left to hand it off. White was on the right, and then Daniels nowhere to go, loses a yard 
on the play. That's happened twice tonight, Riley. Yeah, again, self-inflicted wounds for Arizona State. Herm Edwards got to be down there just biting his hat because Arizona State is in control in every statistical category of this game except the scoreboard as the stadium rises to their feet on this big third down. Sun Devils one of four on third downs. Third and five at the Sun Devil 22. Huge down defensively for BYU. Momentum shifting to the home team. Rashad White is with Daniels with the play clock down to one. Timeout or there will be delay of game. They throw the flag for delay of game, but the timeout came first. Timeout. Arizona, they're first to the half. So the back judge threw his flag. He was watching the clock. And the side judge had already gotten the timeout signal, so we'll take that break. By the way, the other running back I was mentioning a moment ago, Diamante Trainum, 5'11", 235. He's Tyler Algier and then some. And he missed the UNLV game. Was expected back this week, but it's been all Rashad White on this night. We go to break with 7.28 to go until halftime. It is BYU 14, ASU 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football brought to you in part by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Number 23, BYU leads Arizona State, the 19th-ranked Sun Devils, 14-7. Big part of the lead is the plus two in the turnover margin. The Cougars have no giveaways and two takeaways. And they were both really important parts of the field. The first giveaway by ASU, takeaway from BYU, came on a kickoff return. BYU got the ball at the 12 of ASU, scored three plays later, touchdown. And then as ASU was going in, Inside the 20, they had the pick from Max Tooley, and that gave the Cougars the ball back, and then they drove for a touchdown. So after both turnovers, two scores, 14 points off of turnovers. BYU, by the way, 14 consecutive wins when they don't turn the ball over, and they haven't yet tonight. 16 consecutive wins when they're even or ahead in the turnover margin, and they're plus two right now. Okay, ASU, third down and five. BYU's opponents this year, 0 for 5 on third and five. Here we go. Third and five Sun Devils. Low snap, Daniels in the gun. Settle, settle, fire, and catch. No, dropped it. He booted it. Incomplete to Johnny Wilson on the down and in on the right hash, and he had it for a first down. He can haul it in, but he did not, could not, and it will be a punt for Arizona State. Daniels had targeted Wilson on previous third down, so I was actually watching his route as he was man-to-man coverage against D'Angelo Mandel, and he beat him. He had a good little move on the top of the route to beat D'Angelo Mandel on the inbreaker, but the ball was a little bit low. One of the worst places you can put the ball as a quarterback is between a guy's belt and his knees as he's running. It puts him in an extremely awkward situation, and that's the situation Wilson found him in for the drop. And when the guy's 6'7", as Wilson is? <laughs> Even more difficult. <laughs> nice punt. Spiral. Boomer to Hobbs. Makes the catch at the 27-yard line and falls down with the football. And it'll be between the hashes. First down and 10. So as Hobbs went to his right, lost his footing, and that'll be first and 10 Cougs. You look at the clock, we see 7-13 to go before halftime. And it was roughly this time of the game and almost this amount of time on the clock when the Cougars put together a beautiful drive against Utah last week right before halftime. 
Yeah, Greg, the 14 points have come off an incredible special teams play, setting up an extremely short field and a flea flicker touchdown. They really haven't put together, you know, an 8, 7, 8, 10 play drive. Now would be the perfect time for that midway through the second quarter and up 14 to 7. You will use two touchdown drives, three plays, and six plays. Jaron Hall is in gun. Algier to his left, three-step drop, pocket holds, down the boundary for Romney, and he makes a great catch. Gunnar Romney, who went to high school in the shadow of Arizona State, burns the Sun Devils and his old high school teammate Chase Lucas at corner down the right boundary for the big gainer to the 40-yard line of Arizona State. Lucas said he wanted to cover Gunnar. Well, he got him, and he got beat by him. Straight drop for Hall. Goes deep the other time. The other way. Puka is there and makes the catch. Is he inbounds? No, he's out of bounds in the end zone. Incomplete. Puka Nakua at the left pylon. The ball hung in the air. And as he came down with it, he came down out of bounds. It'll be second down and 10 back at the Arizona State 40-yard line. So, Greg, you talked about it. The ball hung in the air. When the ball is in the air and the defender is coming Ooh, up on you. did he get a toe down? It looks like, though, he, he did not complete the catch of the process. The pass is under further video review. They're taking a look at it. So, Romney goes right side, or uh, Hall went right sideline to Romney, left sideline for Puka, toe down, and did he complete the catch? Does he have control? I don't think so. I think Riley was right when he said the completion of the catch wasn't there. He was truly struggling to contain it and control it when he came to the ground. So the toe may have been in, but the control may not have been. Very, very close to another big score for BYU. Yeah, and I love the aggressiveness from both Aaron Roderick and from Jaron Hall going one-on-one go route to Gunnar Romney for a completion. Comes right back to the other side. He's got... Now, obviously there was some... uh, I didn't realize that Chase Lucas and Gunnar Romney were high school teammates, so obviously there was some history there as to why he thought that matchup was favorable. The Puka versus Jack Jones. Again, Jack Jones is only 5'9", so you have a height advantage there. You mentioned him not coming down as the ref takes the headset off and is going to tell us the result of the play. After review, the ruling on the field is confirmed. Incomplete pass. Third down. As Puka comes to the ground with the football, he's trying to secure it kind of on his shoulder pad, and I don't think they're going to say that he had enough control. Did a great job getting a toe in, by the way, just beyond the goal line. So now, with it coming back, second down and 10 at the ASU 40. Snap to Hall. Settles, flushed out to his right, and throws on the run and throws it away into the BYU team area. So... You go from big play to Gunner, near touchdown to Puka to a throwaway. Now you're looking at a third and ten and a punt and pin if you don't get anything here. This might be four down territory, Greg. Good point. That's if a good they, point, Riley. If they yeah. can get some, yeah. right? If they get something, yeah. And even, and even still, we saw last week similar territory, fourth and 11 being go territory, too. So we know A-Rod will be aggressive in the middle of the field, and that's where they are right now. So not so fast, my friend, as they're looking at third down and ten first up with 6.39 to go. Again, no time's going off the clock here. Incompletions. This BYU staff does a good job communicating that, so Jared knows going into this play whether or not he's got one down or two to get this conversion. Blitz from the right. They beat the blitz with a completion to Samson Nakua. All kinds of flags fly, likely defensive holding. As Nakua was cleared to the edge, they see something else there. It could be blocking downfield. This play reminds me they drag 
the receiver across uh, from the opposite side of the field, and he's supposed to catch it at or around the line of scrimmage, so it's technically a screen. It will be dependent upon where he caught it, and he caught it behind the line of scrimmage, so they, they should wave this off because they're going to say illegal block downfield, but he caught it behind the line of scrimmage. Samson Nakua did. There is no foul for offensive pass interference. The ball was caught behind the line of scrimmage. First down, BYU. Well, there it is. So the play to Samson Nakua accurately assessed by Riley Nelson, and it'll be the 29-yard line, first down and 10. Near hash, BYU right to left as we see it and you hear it. Now the numbers are evening up. The offensive numbers 186 to 155 in ASU's favor. Still a massive possession edge for the Sun Devils, but the Cougars have the edge where it matters, the only place it matters on the scoreboard. It's an eight-second shot play clock here as Hall goes under center with three and with two, and it got too late. Timeout. Timeout. BYU. They're first to the half. Media timeout. So 6.02 remaining, and we'll take a break with BYU leading 14-7 the score. Cougs over the Sun Devils. We have a first and 10 from the ASU 29 coming up next. Will this be, is this scoring territory? We don't know a lot about Justin Smith's lay. We know he's good from 40. If they were to get nothing, you're looking at 46. But the Cougars hope for something, something more, something ending in the end zone, preferably. When we come back to Provo, first and 10 on the ASU 29 next. Cougs up seven on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football brought to you by Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's largest top-rated local law firm. Can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Moments ago, we had a Jaron Hall to Gunnar Romney 34-yard completion. Then came a long incompletion in the end zone to Puka Nakua. A throwaway followed by a third and ten. They went for 11 yards to Samson Nakua. That's the first completed pass for BYU this year on third and ten or longer. It sets them up now. First and ten at the ASU 29-yard line. BYU 14, ASU 7, 6.02 to go in quarter number two. BYU driving it. Ball near hash, left hash. From Jaron Hall's vantage point. Fumbled exchange, and again a fumble, and now it's on the ground, and somehow Lopini Katoa picks it up and gets a gain of three. And that is the very best-case scenario. Maybe a four-yard gain after all that. There were two fumbles on the play. The play is a forward and incomplete pass. Previous spot, second down. Hold up. They're already ready to snap it, and they're saying, no, that was a forward pass. But... And they're going to say fumble four, but not yeah. out of bounds. The ruling on the field is an incomplete forward pass. That play is under further video review. Yeah, they'll take a look at that. So, so BYU. Oh, wait, well, first of all, let's back it up to the fumbled exchange. Hall gets it cleanly. The ball's knocked out. That's no pass. Ooh, they're yeah. now saying he passed it behind his back. Yeah. I think they're saying when he spun around, that wasn't a fumble, but he's trying to pass it behind his back, in which case it would be a forward pass and incomplete. But as quickly as he was spun around, I thought second fumble. 
So for our listeners out there, this was a play-action fake, and as he came across Jaron Hall, Lopini Katoa clipped the ball out of Jaron Hall's hands. He continued into the flat where he was going to be the check down on what was a downfield passing play. Jaron knew that, and as the rush was closing in, he threw it in Lopini's general direction. Behind his back. Behind his back. (laughs) Fortunately for Jaron, the ball went forward. Lopini was an eligible receiver out in the flat, so by rule, no matter how obscure it looked, that is a yeah, that's forward well, pass. Well, well, first of all, I applaud the referee for actually having the, the insight there to say that was a pass because the fumbled exchange puts it on the ground. Hall picks it up, and then as he spun around, he's throwing the ball behind his back. I thought he just lost it behind his back, but they called it a pass to Lopini, which he then picked up after another fumble and moved ahead for four yards, and BYU's ready to snap it again. The official said, hold up, hold up. We're going to talk this one over and then look it over. As a player who tried stuff like that <laughs> during his, uh, as, as much as it pains me to admit it, it did not work out as fortuitously for me as it has for Jaron. Hopefully the call stands. After review, an incomplete forward pass stands. It'll be second down, BYU. What he should have said was an incomplete behind-the-back forward pass yeah. is, com- is confirmed. <laughs> Oh, man. That was something. That was uh, like Larry Bird-esque in its creativity there. And I'll say, you know, a blind behind-the-back pass, it does take (laughs) – if you're going to have the turnover-free streak that Jaron's on a roll for, it takes maybe a little bit of luck. Anyway, hopefully he's got it out of his system Exactly. Here we go. Second and ten after all that. 29-yard line. Triple cluster to the right. Single wide left. They vacate Katoa. Quarterback draw. It's open for Jaron Hall. He's got five. He's got ten. He's still on his feet and gets tackled – 11 yards downfield. Well called on second and 10, gain of 11. And now the Cougars firmly in scoring territory. And they're going tempo. Jaron's back to gun. 5.30 to go till halftime. 14-7, Cougs 18-yard line. Katoa just veering off that right tackle and just submarining ahead for three. 15-yard line. Second down, seven. BYU. I got to tell you, Greg, I talked about earlier a quick mention how this Arizona State defensive line is not getting a lot of penetration, but they are holding their ground. This BYU offensive line where they were, you know, pushing and and getting a lot of playing on the other side of the ball against Utah has not been able to do that against Arizona State. Yeah, BYU ran for 200-plus against the U, and they have 21 rushing yards so far against Arizona State. Ball between the hash marks, second down seven at the ASU 15. Clock at 4.50. BYU's up 14-7. Pistol formation. Arizona State blitzing. A short boot and a throw to a wide open. Isaac Rex. Jaron Hall to Rex. First touchdown of the season for Isaac. And the Cougars take the 20-7 lead with the PAT pending. Isaac Rex all by himself in the right side of the end zone. So many in the fan base and in the media are saying, where are the tight ends? Well, Aaron Roderick said, hey, listen, Kalani, so you don't have to field any more questions like that from the media or the fans. Let me dial one up to our man Isaac Rex. He also said that earlier in the game when he dialed up a 20-plus yard completion to Dallin Holker. Tremendous. I just love the play design, the timeliness, the execution by the players. Great job from Aaron Roderick as the offensive coordinator all the way down. Jaron Hall, Isaac Rex with the great route running and securing the catch for the touchdown. Beautiful offensive football all around. Arizona State was offside on the PAT, which is good. They'll decline that. 21-7 will be our score. Justin Smith good on the kick. We may get the call from the referee confirming that the Sun Devils were offside. Offside in the neutral zone of the snap. Defense number 34. That penalty's declined. The result of the play is the... Wow. This game has turned and how. 21-7. Cougars take the lead over Arizona State with 4.40 to go until halftime. 
That's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown, which is another $250 donated to the American Red Cross. Jaron Hall to Isaac Rex for a 15-yard touchdown pass. Jaron Hall's pass efficiency tonight over 200, and the Cougar lead is 14-21-7. to We'll take a break. We'll come back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium where the Cougars are on a roll. It's a 14-0 second quarter. Cougs on top by two touchdowns on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Proudly supporting Cougar families by producing healthy, nutritious pork for your dinner table. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Cougar fans like you. For more information on real pork, visit pork.org. Jaron Hall tonight has surpassed his passing yardage tally from last week's game against Utah. He's sitting at 163 right now. 8 for 14, two touchdowns, no picks. Seven touchdowns, seven touchdown passes and no picks on the year so far for Jaron Hall. His passer rating tonight is 202.1. That drive, by the way, 74 yards, eight plays, 15-yard touchdown pass, 233 off the clock. Hall to Rex. And the last two touchdown passes have been to guys wide open in the end zone. Yeah, you got to give credit to the route runners, but also to the offensive coordinator to be able to dial up plays, know what coverage. Here's what I love about Coach Roderick's calls. He knew what coverage he was going to get against each of those formations, was able to dial up, confuse that coverage, and it resulted in wide open guys. And, and credit to Jaron. Sometimes, you know, we've seen wide open guys missed in the past. Credit to him for throwing. Credit to the receivers for catching and capitalizing, scoring points. Short kickoff, 10-yard line for Arizona State's Tommy Hill. And Hill will get out to the 28 where he's down. It'll be first down and 10 for the Sun Devils. So I mentioned earlier in the game, I think in the late first quarter mark, BYU was averaging, I think, less than two yards per play. The yards per play number now is almost dead even. 7.2 for ASU, 7.1 for BYU. And the number of snaps now is exactly even, 26 all. So essentially, once it, because it was skewed early with that, you know, the the fumble on the kickoff. And short the three, field. Yeah, and the short field and all that. Now that it's become even... These teams have played pretty evenly matched, and the difference are the turnovers, the special teams turnover and the interception. BYU plus two in the margin. Snap to Jaden Daniels. Play fakes and goes deep for Pearsall, who makes uh, Oh, he can't haul it in. Good coverage on the play. D'Angelo Mandel running stride for stride with Ricky Pearsall, but Pearsall could not haul it in, and I thought he had it to his chest. Great discipline by D'Angelo Mandel there not to... Strike, strike him early, not to face guard. He was, uh, he was having to run full sprint, stride for stride with him, uh, but maintained his composure and broke up the pass. Well done. Second down 10, Sun Devils. Empty for Daniels. BYU drops eight. They get pressure with three. Force Daniels to the right. Looks downfield, dumps it off underneath to White, makes the catch, and a first down. On second down and 10, a gain of 16. Daniels ran around, kept the play alive, and found an open receiver between the hash marks. The game clock down to 4.15. The chains are moved to the 44 of ASU. First and 10 Sun Devils. Rashad White with Daniels. Quick fire to hitch right. Pearsall makes the catch. Forced out at the boundary a yard shy of the line to gain. Nine-yard catch. Arizona State going no huddle for this drive. I don't, I don't think it's because of time. I just think they're trying to get some rhythm back into their offense. Plenty of time. Four minutes left. 47-yard line of BYU second down one. Shotgun snap to Daniels on a three-step. Lobs it up to no one in particular. And that's 
inside the tackle box, and that could be intentional grounding. Yeah, the lineman's coming to talk to the referee about it. There was nobody in ASU black downfield, and this could be He's a late flag it. for intentional grounding. Yep. There it is. Intentional grounding. Offense number five. Lost it down at the spot of the foul. Third down. Lost it down. Spot of foul. And third down for the Sun Devils. Penalty number five. And again, the theme of mistakes. Crucial errors for ASU in a game that BYU starting to grab hold of. As the crowd gets loud, it'll be third down and 12 for the Sun Devils. Greg, I mentioned D'Angelo Mandel's composure and patience in coverage. The pass rush needs to be on that first first down. Tyler Batty got impatient, made an inside pass rush move. He lost lane integrity, allowing Daniels to escape the pocket. It looks like BYU's coming with another three-man rush. They have to maintain rush lanes, keep Daniels inside. Defensive play of the half for BYU. The fire high and incomplete. Intercepted! The Cougars have the interception. Malik Moore downfield on the overthrow. And the Cougars will take it over. The INT puts the Cougs to plus three in the margin on third and 12. Jaden Daniels sailed one. The receiver saw it go over his hands into the waiting arms of Malik Moore. The INT and the Cougars take over with 3.47 to go till halftime, leading by 21-7. Perhaps had Hodges, their 6'8 tight end, been targeted, he may have been tall enough to get uh, to get his arms on it. Instead, the 6'2 Rodgers was, uh, was targeted on that play, and it was just outside of his reach. Malik Moore, who was in position to make the tackle on the play, instead finds himself being hit in the chest with the ball, secures the catch for the third turnover of the first half for this BYU defense. And the third career INT for Malik Moore, second pick of the night for BYU. Fly sweep, Pau'u takes the handoff, and on the end round, flags fly, probably a hold on the edge, maybe Rex gets called for it. That was a first and 10 from the BYU 32-yard line. Play run to the right side, flags flew. Personal foul. Illegal hands in the face. Defense number eight. 15-yard penalty from the end of the play. Automatic first down. Take that result. Normally on a a fly sweep to the edge and flags fly, you're thinking hold on the the edge. But no, it's it's an illegal hands to the face, and the Cougars get 15 yards out of it. Well, and Greg, uh, Isaac Rex actually slipped as he was engaged blocking his guy, which a lot of times when they're engaged, they'll drag him down, and Uh it's just an unfortunate holding call. Instead, it was Mason Wake who was the lead blocker on the fly sweep. The guy he was blocking just had his hand up, up underneath on his chin and his throat right in front of the referee. Easy call. Play fake, deep drop for Hall. Throws, Pau makes a tough catch for a first down. The down of the out and to the 37-yard line of Arizona State, Neil Pau with the fly sweep and then the, the nice grab of a bullet from Jarrett Hall. Great route, great accurate throw. I tell you what, Neil Pau is a matchup nightmare. Um, again, finds himself being covered by a 5'10 DB in safety number two for Arizona State, DeAndre Pierce. I'd take Neil 10 times out of 10 in that matchup. Season-high three takeaways for BYU. A-Rod in the offense in go mode right now. First and 10 at the 37. They motion wake. They hand off Algier. Wrapped up, but he drags him for three. It'll be second and seven, 34-yard line. Checking the clock. Plenty of time. 2.50 and still two timeouts for BYU. This is right in A-Rod's wheelhouse right now. 34-yard line. Ball between the hash marks. 21-7. to is the BYU lead. Jaron Hall, 9 for 15 for a buck 74 and two scores tonight. 
Gunnar Romney, 3 for 77 through the air and a touchdown. Neil Powell, 2 for 31 right now. A motion, Puka Nakua to wide right. Pistol, Jaron fires to Puka. Makes the, oh, it's uh, Mason Wake, beg your pardon, in the right flat. Flag flies on the edge. So completion and forced out three yards shy of the line to game, but a flag on the far side of the field. Could be lined up in the neutral zone. Maybe holding, but it came out awful quick for it Already to be six ASU penalties tonight for three for BYU. No one's really moving yet any direction here. Offside. Defense, number 24, lining up in the neutral zone prior to the snap. Five-yard penalty. Replay second down. Riley, you saw it. Yeah, well, the defensive end was, uh, that was a catch and throw by Jaron, and the defensive hall was right in his face. Oftentimes, when that happens that quickly, the guy's either gotten a jump or he's lined up in the neutral zone. So from second and seven to second and two, and the ball inside the 30 now of ASU. 2.05, and the clock rolling here in the first half. Second quarter play, 21-7 Cougs taking control of this game against Arizona State. Puka motions again. They give fly sweep to Puka. And Puka gets to the edge. Did he get there for the line to gain? I think so. Needed two and got there. So not a big play for Puka. ASU player, I think the tackler got maybe knee in the head. Officials timeout for an injured player. Chase Lucas is down. And he may have caught that one from Puka. As he dove to tackle, he may have just caught it high. And he's down right now. Knee to the side of the helmet. That's a classic recipe for a head injury. So this will be a first down. Puka needed two and got two. But Chase Lucas, the corner from Chandler High School, teammate of Gunnar Romney. And he went low on Puka and just took one high. And it stays down. Got an official's timeout, injury timeout. BYU, by the way, now plus six in season turnover margin with the plus three tonight. As Lucas, with his helmet off, encouragingly runs off the field. Yeah, not all head injuries are created equal, and different players experience them to different degrees. I think he got initially popped, probably seeing some stars or butterflies or Tweety Birds or whatever. But once the cobwebs cleared, was able to come off the field under his own power. You're always happy to see that, especially with the you know, fresh memory of, of uh, what the BYU experienced in week one. of a first down is under further review. So they're going to look at the spot, I presume, where Puka came down with the ball. It was second and two, and Puka took it on fly sweep from left to right, got upended near the line to gain, and where the ball is is the question now. So it's either going to be first down and 10 or third down and inches for BYU. But where the ball is right now and knowing who's calling the plays, this is four-down territory for BYU. They could take points, but I don't necessarily think they want to in this situation if they can uh, you know, put a bit of a, a hammer home here before halftime. Going up 28 to 7. Having a kicker who's not in your usual, you know, known commodity, I yeah. think, is another vote in favor of making this four down territory, being extra aggressive offensively. Not to mention, going up 28 uh, 7, you know, that's just, and Arizona State on the road, they got to be going into halftime just like, what are we in for? I don't think, I don't think even the most blue goggled cougar fans or you know or the most pessimistic sun devils fans were expecting would be expecting a 28-7 after review the ruling on the field stands first down byu all right first and 10 it is for more than 20 years renaissance ranch utah's number one addiction treatment center has been helping effectively treating men and their families helping them come become one learn more at renaissanceranch.net that's renaissance ranch which sponsors our renaissance ranch connection to the game
27-yard line of Arizona State. Ball far hash, first down and 10. Sun Devils show four at the line. They motion Pau, no give there. Give to Algier instead. He's wrapped up immediately, but as he was last time, just dragged a guy for a couple yards for a gain of three between the tackles. So second down seven. The clock now to 123. Now it's becoming a bit of a factor. Two timeouts for BYU. 115 on the clock. Second down seven. Ball the 24. And the Cougars not tempoing it. The play clock's down to 25. Cougars not exactly hurrying this one in. Katoa will replace Algier. The game clock now to a minute. Second down seven, the 24 of ASU. Hall goes to gun. Game clock to 55 seconds. They vacate to empty. Trips right, twins left. Last time this was draw for Hall. And this time it's draw for Hall. And he gets met up the middle to be a timeout for BYU. It'll be third down and long. Tyler Johnson came in unchecked and dropped him. So you mentioned coming in, they ran an X stunt, and he was the end circling uh, from the outside, lining up outside the tackle, coming back inside on the B gap. They didn't handle it off. I don't know. No timeouts. I mean, BYU has two timeouts left, and they're not calling anything. The clock's still running, and it's third down and 12 with the 29 of Arizona State ball between the hash marks. Now timeout. Timeout. BYU. They're second of the half. So evidently one of the objectives here too and they're saying helmet to helmet hit they wanted a helmet to helmet hit on review and they should look at it and that's the thing you really do worry about with Jaron Hall with the concussion history is how hard he took that hit up high and this would be a natural procedure here during the timeout for them to look at and that's what Kalani I think is wanting the officials to do is check for targeting on that one. Yeah, and it, it very well may be, but one of the nice things for Jaron is the majority of the impact was actually probably taken more down around his chest, like chin, like the bottom of his face mask area, rather than top of the helmet to top of the helmet. So A-Rod letting time go out there is also, I think, looking at not letting Arizona State have much left when all said and done here in the first half. Now, how good do you feel about 46 yards for a 24-7 to lead, 3rd and 12, and one timeout remaining, 23 seconds. Definitely interesting clock management there at the end of the half, Greg. So Katoa to the left hip of Hall. Now timeout, Sun Devils. So plenty of time to scheme the last timeout. seconds of the first half here. Arizona, they're second of the half. It's a 30-second timeout. What you want to make sure is that you're not giving Justin Smith, if it is Justin, anything longer than 46. So if you can get some here and set up a fourth and manageable call timeout, give him a 40-ish yard field goal. He's already done that for you at, uh, versus Arizona. That's one option. Takes you to 24-7 at halftime. I don't know that A-Rod's looking at this as being four-down territory with only one timeout left. But we've got 23 seconds to see how it all unfolds here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU football is brought to you in part by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires for the lowest price on every tire, plus no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Okay. Third down, 12, Arizona State 29, BYU 21, Arizona State 7, our score, 23 seconds on the clock, one timeout left for BYU. Trips to the right, including Rex, single wide left to Samson Nakua. And Hall goes for it all to the right side, man in the end zone, and it is a joint contested catch, and it is an interception for Arizona State in the end zone. BYU will not add points here at the end of the half, and the Cougars have their first giveaway of the season. So Jones, who's been picked on a little bit here by Jaron Hall in this BYU receiving core, um, comes up with the big play. It was kind of contested, almost mutually possessed. And sure enough, as 
they as the scrum on the ground ends, Jones comes away with it. Thing I don't like about that, Greg, is in, unless it's absolutely clear, like if Gunner beats him off the line, he's running down. Jaron Hall could have, you know, scrambled around, got four yards, and still given yourself a chance at points. The the turnover does two things. One, obviously, it takes away your chance at adding three to the scoreboard. But two, it's just a little bit deflationary. Now this crowd, it, you heard the groan as it was ruled an interception. The crowd's now all funneling into the, you know, to go get their halftime snacks rather than ending even on a field goal. It's not obviously the same as a touchdown, but it still is a high note on the first half. You kind of end on a neutral to down note. On the flip side, BYU will get the ball to start half number two. We'll see what the Sun Devils do in the final 16 seconds of half number one. Daniels pumps, looks, tucks, takes off, is dropped. And Arizona State can stop the clock, but they will not. And that will be your first half of play. So we are through 30 minutes at LaBelle Stadium. The Cougars do not add points at the end, but they'll take a 21-7 lead into the locker room. Jaron Hall's string of passes without a, without a pick ends at 119. He made his first 119 attempts as a Cougar without throwing an INT until seconds ago. It took away a chance for points. But you can't take away the Cougars' two-touchdown lead. It's 21-7 at the break. Cougars really turning it on in the second quarter and ending up outgaining Arizona State in the first half after a slow start. On that side of the ball. Let's head down to field level. Mitchell Jurgens is walking up to BYU head coach Kalani Sitake for halftime comments. Mitch. Coach, your offense really turned things around in the second quarter. What has been your assessment of the offensive performance so far? Yeah, they're doing great. I just didn't like that last interception, but, you know, we get the ball back in the second half, and so we'll see what happens. But uh, right now they're making a lot of plays, playing with a lot of confidence. I think our run game is really close to breaking it, so we'll just stick with our game plan and stick with it and see what happens. The defense has done a really good job at containing Jaden Daniels as they put up just seven points, uh, forced a couple turnovers. How do you continue to limit him in the second half? Yeah, we have to keep taking away their big plays. I mean, they, they have so many great athletes that can get downfield, so we got to stay on top of coverage, and then we we'll tackle well. Awesome. Thanks, Coach. Thanks. All right, that's Kalani and Mitch. Halftime recap next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Listen up, Cougar fans. Now's your chance to get